Hey, are you ready to grow your business? You have checked out the number one resource for business leaders, entrepreneurs, startup founders, and managers. And we're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business with real actionable steps. There's no fluff in this podcast. It's just good advice. Check out this episode. If you're a first-time listener, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoy this episode, leave us a five-star review. Today's episode is with Devin Scott. He's the founder of Freedom Finders. And I love this episode because we weren't just talking about your typical entrepreneurial gig. You know, how do you start something? How do you make something happen? The secret sauce in today's episode is the magic that comes from surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded with you. If you've been wanting to go out and accomplish something meaningful, maybe that is a, an entrepreneurial gig, maybe that is your next big thing, you need people who can help you do it. Devin had such an incredible insight. I think you're going to find so much value in today's episode. Stay tuned. Here comes your good advice. Hey, thanks for checking out another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. Today, I'm bringing you a guest, Devin Scott. He's the owner of Freedom Finders or the founder of Freedom Finders. And we were already laughing about this title because this is who Devin is. We were talking about his title and he was like, man, you know, I'm just out here doing it with everybody. I'm teaming up with everybody. We're making it happen together. This is the kind of person who's on the podcast today. Devin, so excited to have you joining us today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on here. Very excited uh, to, to, to chat a little bit. Now, it's kind of funny because people who can't see the video, you got a birdie on your shoulder, which <laughs> I, ha I have to say, you're probably the first guest who I feel like it's like those old Jay Leno bits or whatever Tonight Show bits where like the animal expert comes on and they have like, you know, the snake on them or the bird or like whatever. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm feeling like right now. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's a love hate relationship with the bird. So <laughs> <laughs> it's my fiance's bird, which she loves birds. But I'm, he, he's he's growing on me. But it's kind of funny because he runs down to my hand because it's where it's warm. So I got to put him up on my shoulder like a thousand times a day. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, like I said, love hate relationship, but uh, it's my guy. All right, now your fiance. When did you say you guys are getting married? Uh, we're still looking for that exact date with all the COVID situation, but we got engaged about a year ago, so we're really not in a huge rush. We know, we know where we're at in life, so we're just trying to figure it out and make it best for everyone else as well. Yeah, man, what a weird situation right now with COVID. I, I, it, I don't know if if it's going anywhere or not, but it just feels like it's like um, the in-laws. They're just always there, you know. And so it's like, <laughs> what, what is going on with this thing? I mean, it's yeah, just man. crazy. It's, it's, it's definitely weird times, different times. Everybody keeps saying when it gets back to normal. I don't think, I think this is the new normal. When we talk about a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of just virtual meetings, I think that's the new normal. Like even for work, um, when I do for work, we're meeting people for the first time on virtual calls. And it's like, hey, very nice to meet you. And it's still all the stuff, every, everything that I kind of teach and practice, eye contact, smiling, all that's still there. Obviously the handshakes out, right? But everything is still there and this is the new normal. So, uh, yeah, get used to it, guys. Yeah, I did my, uh, I had my first doctor televisit like three weeks ago where she was on her Zoom call. I was on, my, or I was on, she was on her camera. I was on mine. And uh, it was, it was interesting. I just was like, man, what a, what a time we live in. But 
you know, thank God for technology, right? So yeah, that's crazy. I, I haven't I haven't been that far on the on the technology, but that that is wild. Doctor Zoom call. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> tell me tell me a, bit, a little bit about Freedom Finders. Gotcha. So Freedom Finders is basically it's it's actually a very new um, organization which we're we're actually putting everything together, make it official, and make sure everybody's protected right now. But um, basically, what happened was myself and three of my other friends that I grew up with since second and third grade, we're all getting together. And um, I'm a big mastermind guy. So my mastermind of about 10 of my friends, we got together, we all talked about our goals, we all talked about what do we want to do? Like, what's our end goal? Um, And the question I asked everybody was, if you had $100 million, or if money did not matter, what would you do every day? Right. So basically getting out, getting out and trying to find your purpose of what you want to do in this life and what's your, your, you know, overall purpose. Right. So when I asked them that, you know, eight out of eight out of 10 or maybe nine out of 10 people said, I want to give back to the youth. I want to be able to help the youth and give back. I want to give back to others. I want to be able to help others, you know, figure out what they want to do in life. And I'm like, wow, like that's crazy that everybody, nobody prepped this. Nobody knew about the question. Um, and everybody, I'm, I'm sorry, we did prep this early. So everybody knew about the question. So everybody kind of took notes on what they wanted to talk about. So it wasn't just one of those things where it's like one person said it. So everybody else said it. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> the I'm person, just like, yeah. Yeah. One exactly. guy had like the answer on like, you know, I'd watch TV <laughs> all day and like, you know, eat takeout every day. And the person before him goes and he's like, oh uh, yeah, that one, that's the one I would just <laughs> give back. Yeah, exactly. So was it, yeah, it wasn't one of those things because we prepped for this and I'm like, wow, everybody has the same goals. So yeah. from that, um, we kind of just kept on talking, kept on talking. We, we got into this habit of talking like with a couple of us like every day. So those other three guys that we, we, we formulated this freedom finders with, we were talking every day and we're like, we, we need to go live and hold each other accountable. So all in all, we wanted to go live for, for a couple of reasons. And when we go live, we talk about, number one, we talk about what we're grateful for every single morning. Two, we talk about our positive affirmations, which are just I am statements, stuff that we're just speaking into existence right now. And then lastly, we talk about our actions for the day. Um, in order to set our intentions and make sure that we're, you know, we're going to be held accountable for that um, from us. And then we're also going live on Facebook. So we're telling the whole world that we're doing this, right? So it's like, I can't be that guy that's just saying, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to buy a mobile home park. I'm doing this and that, and I'm not doing anything, right? Nobody wants to be that guy. So that's kind of, we're using um, and leveraging the social media to kind of hold us accountable in the world, to hold us accountable, to make sure we're getting done what we want. But as we're growing and as we've been doing this, we've been having consistent people come in and a lot of people, you know, following us and loving what we're doing and, and reaching out and letting us know how great this is. And it's like, wow, like people are literally getting online at 8 a.m. to just listen to us, just talk <laughs> about our personal goals. And it's like, wow, this is amazing because we're really motivating people to, to, take, to take those next steps in the daily action in order to get to where they want to. So. Well, man, you really can't, you can't backslide when you tell the whole world what you're going to do. You know, that's, that's, that's intense. And I guess, I guess in some ways, you know, it's encouraging, you know, I I feel like all of us have this element, this aspirational element of, man, I wish I, I mean, think about every new year's, everyone is on the bandwagon of, I want to eat better, live better, make a difference, yada, yada, yada. So we all have this in us. And so I would venture to guess with your group, there's a bit of a, of an excitement around seeing you guys talk about your goals, what you're going to make happen. Uh, and then the accountability side of it. I mean, it's, I would assume it's pretty energizing for people who are watching. Yeah, man, it's, 
the a couple couple feedback just letting us like most of the feedback that we get is just like just thank you just thank you for doing this because you're motivating me to go take action and i'm like awesome now it's like okay well <laughs> the next step of that hey when we're on the live we I, I encourage people to put it in the comments just like we're doing and we're telling the world everything our actions today put it in the comments so you can also tell the world what you're doing and hey the freedom finders are here to hold you accountable as well if you need a little text or, or call at 3 p.m on wednesday We'll be there to give you a call. And it, so we're not committing to anything crazy, but it's a quick text like, hey, did you get that done? For example, I was supposed to call a mobile home park. Um, and one of my guys, he called me. He was like, hey, he was like, they call me D Scott. Um, but they said, D Scott, did you did you call the mobile home park yet? I'm like, ah, man, like I'm working this busy. Like I'm going to call him right after this last email I send. Right. <laughs> um, so that's that accountability piece as, that we're really generating and, and making it a thing to where Every single person, all of the Freedom Finders, I'm seeing all of my friends that I've known, known my whole life, including myself. We're all changing. We're all developing. We're all getting better. We're all having bigger goals. We're all thinking bigger. Um, and it's just beautiful. So, so let's, let's hone in on that accountability piece because I, I, like, I feel like when you have it, like that person who calls you and says, hey, did you do this? It's, it can feel pretty... Um, it, it's empowering. It's like, wow, I have this person who's really making sure that I'm doing it. But it's not common, though. It's not common that people have that kind of accountability. Um, in fact, I'd say even more often than not, people tend to surround themselves not with people who challenge them, but who uh, permit and promote whatever they're doing, right? It's kind of like, the, that's okay. You know, you do you and, you know, who cares and whatever. But you're talking about something different. And so, you know, talk to me a little bit more about that accountability piece and specifically, why is it rare for people to seek out that very blatant, candid, you know, challenging-esque um, accountability thing? Mm -hmm. Man, that's a, that's a great question, man. Um, and you're right. It's not, mo many people do not like that, right? Many people do not want that accountability. So I see people <laughs> that hop on the live in the morning and they hop right back off because yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. oh no, I'm, I'm going to snooze that alarm. I don't actually. want none of that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> and, and, and we are on the good advice podcast. So, you know, my, my advice with that would be to, um, for, for one, let me back up a little bit. You have to get uncomfortable being, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. You know the saying, right? Yeah. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And for, for me and all the other freedom finders, none of us are really like big social media gurus. Like we're not all on there posting. We're not this, that going live. We're not trying to promote. We're not trying to sell anything. We're not like all out there trying to just tell our life because we're all have the same feelings of like, I don't, everybody doesn't need to know what I'm doing. Right. So we all said, Hey, like, let's, we all want to grow. We all talked about wanting to grow. We all talked about wanting to, you know, overcome procrastination is one of the things that I want to get over. But, um, we all talk about these very similar situations and we're like, okay, let's get uncomfortable then. And let's go live on Facebook. Let's, let's just, let's just go live and let's, let's, let's tell people how the world hold us accountable. So it's definitely a big challenge. Um, because, People talk about self-accountability, which is, you know, it's it's good. You can have some self-accountability, which you should, but there's nothing like that, that, that peer, that peer accountability where somebody else is really gonna say, hey, did you get this done? And also, I think it's also a situation where a lot of people don't feel comfortable holding somebody accountable, saying, Hey, you told me you was gonna do this, but you didn't do it yet. So a lot of people don't feel comfortable with that type of, you know, conversation. But at the end of the day, 
uh, I know for a fact that accountability and having accountability partner, accountability coach, accountability peer, whatever that may be, self-accountability, accountability is everything. And you have to make sure you're held accountable for what you're saying, what you're writing and what you're doing. I guess in some ways it's like, um, you know, your willingness, cause it's, it's, it's like you said, it's uncomfortable and it's awkward. And especially I guess when it's someone who, when you're holding someone else accountable, I mean, you're kind of putting yourself out there cause you know, what, what's the old saying? Like when you point a finger, there's like three pointing back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I guess this is all contingent on, on really people's appetite for growth, you know, cause a lot of people say they want to grow, they want to move forward in life. They want to get better. But the moment someone checks them and says, hey, you need to be doing this, what's going on here, um, and those defensive walls come up, I think, I think that's a great tell of is this person really that hungry for change or not? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's very true. And I think a lot of this like, really comes from, we all grew up on the far east side of Indianapolis um, where there's not really much opportunity or growth outside of sports. So we all played football. We all got uh, scholarships to go play places. We had people go to Virginia Tech. Uh, me and my best friend, we went to Western Kentucky. We had somebody play at Indiana State. Like we have, we're, we all like kind of, you know, we kind of hit like that, uh, what's it called? The, the, the top. We all hit the top of basically what we knew, right? Um, but there was really no, bless you. I think that was a sneeze. <laughs> yeah, I muted the mic. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no worries. But, um, but I think that's where we really grew that accountability from because we've been holding each other accountable since literally peewee in football. Like, you got the D gap. Why do you not have the – he scored a touchdown through the D, the D gap, right? So we are very comfortable with, with each other. So um, that's something that really works for us because we've been together for so long. Um, so, again, if you don't have that accountability partner – Find, find your best friend. Just say, hey, man, I really need to get this done. Can you just please just text me at three o'clock and ask me that I get it done just so it can remind me, right? So it doesn't have to be a huge, uncomfortable situation. But for me and my friends, uh, you know, we get a little uncomfortable sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So, so the group's called Freedom Finders. Yes, sir. Freedom from what? Like, what, what are you hoping people get freedom from? Yes, sir. Freedom from the rat race. Freedom from the rat race, the the same doing the same thing. And for those of you guys that don't know what the rat race is, it's it's the I took the purple pill, uh, the Robert Kiyosaki, rich dad, poor dad, understanding the difference between assets and liabilities from very basic stuff, which if you haven't read, highly recommend, highly recommend. Um, I, that's a that's the number one book I recommend everybody to read first, period, before any other book. But um, but 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 get it, but getting into that. And shoot, I, I started going on a tangent. You asked me that question one more time. <laughs> uh, freedom from what? But Free, freedom from what? Gotcha. That poor dad, but go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. So talking about that rat race, right? And we want to get free from that rat race to where we can do what we want, when we want, how we want, right? And that's kind of how it started. Um, and now it's just really getting um, free from, from, you know, feeling like f- free from self doubt, right? being free from that self-doubt of feeling like, oh, I can't do that because, and really transforming our mindsets from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset in order to go from that, um, I can't do this to how can I, right? And actually activating the brain muscles to say like, how can I do this? So, um, and when we call it freedom finders, right? Because we're finding freedom for whatever you want to do. For, for me, I just love giving back and helping people. I'm building passive income in real estate and I'm a motivational teacher. 
That's it. Like I'm in my dream life. That's 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 it, and that's all I need. Because the thing is, people always want more. If you want to, if your goal is to make a million, you made a million. Next year, your goal is to make two million. And it's like, well, I made two million. Now I need five million. It's like it's always going to be more. But actually, uh, finding that freedom and 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 your why and figuring out where you want to be and actually you know, feeling good about where you are in the present time, you know, the power of now and actually enjoying the now. Mm. Well, and you're, you're talking about like a, a, the presence of mind in the moment to like, think about where am I going in life? Am I part of the rat race or not? It feels like a lot of people are asleep at the wheel though. I mean, you're talking about like a presence of mind over who am I and where do I fit? And am I happy with that? Mm. I, I don't know if, if, many people are actually objectively evaluating their life in that way or not. I think a lot of us are just in the grind. We are just in the rat race. And I mean, do you have any encouragement for, for how someone can start to, you know, think about where they want to go and if they're happy or not? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and, and it starts with figuring out your passion. So going back to what I did with my friends and my mastermind, I would encourage you in the question I was asked, Hey, because first off, everybody always goes to money first. Like, oh, I need a lot of money and then I would be able to get my freedom back. Like, nice. Like, it's not always a, like, it's not always about money, right? It's not what the money, uh, it's not about the money. It's about what the money can do for you, right? So that's a whole mindset shift. I, I don't, I used to think I wanted to be a millionaire. I don't need a million dollars a year to live my, my dream life. I don't need that. Like, would it be nice to have the $70,000 Raptor? Yeah, it would be <laughs> nice. But I got a, I got an XLT, F-150 XLT. It fits me perfectly. Yeah, and yeah. that that works for me. Like, I'm, I'm happy about you know, that. I love driving my truck. And if I could just butt in for a second, it part of me makes me think about, you know, you, you talked about how you guys start, even before the daily affirmations, what you're grateful for. And it, it's almost like this is tied a little bit to the money conversation in that, in that, if you can recognize all that you already have and what there is to be appreciative of, it sort of changes, I don't want to say changes the goalpost, but now my drive and energy isn't so much around having a million dollars. Now I'm, I'm more, there's clarity there because I realize mm-hmm. what I do have. And so now the money is less, and I'm sorry, I'm kind of like formulating this in my mind as I'm saying it, but mm-hmm. when I realize what I have already, I'm less now energized by the stack of cash and now I'm able now to divert that energy and focus on something else. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I like that, that appreciative part of y'all's what you're doing because it feels like those things are tied together a little bit. Yes, sir. 100%. And I heard the y'all. You're from the Midwest? I'm from the South. Yeah. I'm from, from the Ar- South. Okay. From the yeah, South. down in Arkansas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I said that. So we're, we're, yeah, we're from the Midwest and we say y'all too. But when I went to Bowling Green, Kentucky in the South, they're like, they say, uh, what do they say? Probably they, they don't say. Or- they, they do they do say y'all too. I'm t- I'm thinking about when I went to New Jersey. They say like you guys. Yeah, so yeah, I'm you like guys. you guys. They're like, why are you saying y'all? I'm like y'all. Like what are y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But 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 anyway, that's besides the point. But um, but yes, getting back to your question with the gratitude that ties perfectly into where we're going. So that's why we always start with that. So what I always like to say is, uh, you know, your your father. So I'm a believer in the Lord. Whoever you believe in, you know, more power to you. But um, I believe I'm a believer in the Lord, and I believe that my father, the Lord, why would your father give you more if you're not grateful for what you have? Why would he give you more if you're not grateful for already what you have? Same thing with parenting. If your son's not grateful for whatever he has, his 
five tennis shoes he has, why would you go buy him another one, right? So the fact, uh, the fact we understand that, we understand having an attitude of gratitude every single day, man, like just living in that gratitude and like it just feels so good every single day. I don't care what happens. And um, I had a quick story. So my friend got fired from his job. He had fired from his job and he was like, he called me, he was like, yo, I just want to tell you, like, I got fired from my job. But it's really crazy because, like, just from our conversation where we've been talking about being grateful and, you know, saying our positive affirmations and, you know, talking to the Lord more. It's like, it's weird because I'm really not mad about it. I'm not really angry about it. I'm not, like, upset about it. Like, I'm, like, I'm honestly grateful because I asked the Lord to, to push me in my career and guess what happened? <laughs> he pushed me in my career and fired me yeah, and yeah. said, you know what? I'm going to close this door. And it's so crazy because at the end of the conversation, I told him, I was like, man, I'm just really grateful for the conversation. And, you know, and you coming to me and just you coming to me with this good news. And I was like, oh, shoot. I was like, how did I just say good news? That's so crazy. We went from the start of this conversation on this call to I got fired, quote unquote, bad news to ending the call like, wow, I'm grateful for where I'm at in life. And this was good news. This is a good news conversation. Like that is so crazy. That's a whole mindset shift of kind of, of exactly what we're talking about with the freedom finders and how we're developing our mindsets um, into more of that growth mindset. Well, I mean, and it's, it's pretty wild to think about where this takes you in terms of like personal growth and development, because it almost like removes the option of being the victim like you, like you get fired. And so now you, and, and it's not, it's not necessarily unjust. I mean, you have every right now to be, you know, in your bed for the next week and frustrated and pissed off and what have you. And, you know, ego blowed and like, you know, how dare they, all these different things. But, but literally your buddy went from I'm fired to, wow, think of the opportunities I have. I mean, that's, that's a whole different trajectory for someone. Mm-hmm. Man, it's 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 a mindset shift. It's a what, what do they call it? A paradigm shift, right? Right. Like it's a whole different situation, and that is the 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 freedom that we're looking for. Because every single day, uh, and and as we've been doing saying our positive affirmations, we've all kind of got to the point where we all say, "I am stress free." And like we really we hit we like man like man, every time somebody true. says it every th- time somebody says it, it feels so good and it's like yeah everybody else into no ain't no way you're stress free no way you're stress free I look at the news for five minutes and I'm stressed <laughs> I mean goodness everything going on in our country right now I mean that's that right there mm-hmm. I'm I'm already just amazed by because um, it sounds like you guys have found an answer that people need. Exactly. And and again, it's going back to the mindset, right? So when we talk about freedom finders, that's kind of what we're teaching. We're teaching to, to again, going from that growth or broke mindset to that growth mindset in order to understand that, like, it's okay. Like, that door may have closed, but when a door closes, two or three more are going to open for me, right? All day, every day. And that's just how the cookie crumbles. Man, I've told this story before on my podcast, but I want to share it with you. Um, because this is, this totally falls into this whole conversation of gratitude and paradigm shift and all these things. So, so whenever I started my business, um, this would have been maybe the first six months of it. I was really down because like any business owner, when I started my business, I kind of just assumed like day one, everyone's going to be calling me. Everyone's going to be wanting (laughs) to do business with me. What am I going to, how am I going to spend my time with all these customers? And so day one comes up, nobody calls me. Week one comes up, nobody calls me. All this to say, after about six months, I'm getting pretty bu- pretty bummed thinking like, what's going on? Like, everything sucks. My life sucks. All these things. 
and my back patio of my house, I haven't, I haven't like given it the attention it needs. So like weeds have grown over. It's just, it just looks real disheveled. It looks real bad in my backyard. Well, so I have this guy who he's in town from China and he is coming over and we're in my, in my house and he's telling me about in China, he, we're just talking about differences between China and American culture. And he's telling me about these pods in China, which I'm like, what the heck's a pod? And he's like, a pod is literally what it sounds like. It's a tiny box that a Chinese person lives in to save money. Think about like New York City apartment, like, you know, the tiny, tiny apartment. It's like that, but half the size. And so they have these pods and it's like, it's like you have like a dorm room bed in it and you have like your TV mounted, like the tiny TV mounted on one end and you have like, you know, these tiny shelves with, you know, some pots and like bowls and stuff. But to save money these people will live in these pods and then they'll get up, they'll go to work and they have all their clothes like under the bed, all this stuff. It's, it's kind of like tiny house on steroids, but it's not, it's not really by choice. It's just, these are just people who just don't have the finances. And so he was saying in, in China for, for people that, that he knows that he's talking about, they will work their whole life just to be able to own something. All this to say, I'm listening to the story. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And well, I mean, I'm a better listener than that, but um, I wasn't really taking anything of it from it other than that's really hard. Well, so we go out to my back patio and we sit on the back patio and I'm kind of embarrassed because I'm like, man, this whole, this is, there's no like nothing to be prideful of back here. I mean, it's all disheveled, looks really bad. So we sit down, he looks over the backyard and I'm thinking he's going to be like, dude, you don't really take care of this place. Like what the heck? But he scans over the whole backyard and he looks at me and he goes, Whew man, I have worked my whole life to have something like this. And it was perspective in the moment because I was like, wow, the stuff that I've totally taken advantage of and been ungrateful for is like the answer dream for someone else. So, you know, here I am being mopey because my business isn't where I want it to be. And yet I have so much that I should be grateful for. Um, It's a little bit of perspective, Mm -hmm. you know? Man, that's powerful. That's powerful right there. You're right. It it is all about the perspective because, and and to talk about money a little bit, when I grew up, I used to think $30,000 was a lot of money. Like I thought that was a lot. And like, I mean, yeah, as a kid, yeah, I'm no, I'm talking about just in general, like 30,000 a year, like, whoa, really? Like, oh, yeah. oh my goodness. I grow up like even going into college, like I'm, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a perspective of money. I'm like 30,000, like, okay, that's, that's legit. I moved out to New Jersey from 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 Kentucky. I was paying five forty five for two bedroom. Right. I'm like, wow, that's good price. You know, nice little price. I moved out to Jersey. I live in an attic of a a, tri, a triplex, and I'm literally in the attic, and I paid uh, what was it twelve seventy five a month, and I'm like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> right. But moving out to Jersey, my perspective of money changed dramatically. It was. It's crazy because now I'm, it's at the point where a hundred thousand, like, what is that going to do? I went from 30,000 being a lot to a hundred thousand. What is that going to do? And like, even in, in, in my personal situation, like with my family, I'm, I'm still working in corporate America as of right now. And my family's like, they think I'm just at the pinnacle. They just like, you made it, Devin. Oh my goodness. But I'm like, really? Like, I'm... But again, it puts me in that in that um, in that perspective, right? It makes me grateful for what I have. And when you're grateful, man, I don't know. It's it's kind of like a it's it's hard to explain. You just feel good, right? Just like the situation we talk about with your perspective, you just feel good. You're just so grateful, and you're just happy uh, about the now. So 
Well, I kind of, um, it, it grows your, I'm just, man, I'm making up terms here. It grows your elasticity like a rubber band. I mean, you can bounce back. I mean, when you have perspective, it's a lot easier. I mean, just like your buddy who got fired, it, it just, it, it feels like it makes it easier to bounce back and get back to, when I say back to work, I don't mean like, you know, back to your nine to five, but like back to work on like the self-development piece, mm-hmm. you know, actually growing, changing, challenging yourself, uh, what have you. And, and again, I'm real impressed by, um, you know, the stress-free that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That alone, I think on top of the gratitude goes a long way for people. Mm-hmm. And man, I, it's, it's going a long way for us. I'll tell you. And again, with the Freedom Finders, again, this is nothing but our journey that we're documenting. We're documenting our journey and we're inviting people to join along and join this journey with us. So mm-hmm. that's what it's about. And that's, and it, because it's so genuine and this is like some real stuff, like we're not trying to sell nothing to you. We're not, we're just here to give as much information and be the go-givers that we are. And that's, that's, that's why we're becoming the thing. So what's, what's next for you? Like, what are you, what are you working on right now? What, where, do, where does it go from here? Um, where do you go from here? What's that look like? Yes, sir. I love that, love that question. So right now, um, we're actually putting together a youth mentorship. Um, and we're specifically wanting to start on the far east side of Indianapolis, where we're all from. Because um, we believe in, you know, building up where we came from first and, and scaling from there. But we're building a youth mentorship curriculum, which um, basically we're going to teach the youth ages um, ages 6 through 18. So kindergarten through, through senior year in high school. We're going to teach the life skills um, that are not taught in school. We're not going to teach the math and the science. We're going to teach how to have proper eye contact, how to have a firm handshake, how to talk with a smile because you just, you're, you're viewed as more presentable and you're viewed as a, you know, a nice person. Um, little things like that. We're going to teach them. We're going to teach seven-year-olds about money and passive income. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the struggle with that is trying to figure out how to do that. Exactly. We're, we're, we're building like games and, you know, obviously with a seven year old, it's more like games and videos and fun mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Stuff to remember. But we're, we're, we're giving we're, we're, we want to educate our youth because if we don't educate the youth, we're going to pay for their uneducated decisions that they make later. Right. Right. If we do not educate them now, we're going to pay for it later. So. Uh, all we want to do is be able to give back to the youth and, and make them better than we are. So that's that's a project that we're really working on and that we're really diving into. Um, we have a couple of schools in Indianapolis that we're talking um, about piloting of the program. Um, we're all in these programs as we grew up and literally probably I don't I don't not to put time on it, but some months ago I was talking to somebody that ran like our mentorship when I was in middle school and they said they had to cancel it because they don't have enough funding. I'm like, what? Like this this changed my life. You guys can't cancel this. And that's kind of what uh motivated that fuel to keep going with that. So man, it feels like there's there's never been a more important time than now for our kids to have mentors in their lives. Like positive mentors, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean just thinking about like think about how prevalent and prolific social media is today. Like if I grew up with, with TikTok, Instagram, what, you know, all these different things where kids can compare themselves to, to other people and basically just, I guess, learn how to be an adult from these social media apps, which there's not a lot of great examples there. Man, I don't know where I would have ended up. So I'm, I'm grateful that I had really strong mentors. It feels like what you're talking about is needed now more than ever. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you 100%. And, and again, coming from, coming from where we all came from, where all the freedom founders came from, like 
majority of the people that are making these bad decisions, they're the people that don't have a mentor. They're the people that don't have the father, right? They don't have that father figure in their life that's actually, you know, teaching them right from wrong. Like my father, I, um, I, I shared this on the last podcast I was on, but my father taught me very, very, very basic principle when I was young. He said, Devin, and it's very simple stuff, y'all. So it ain't gonna mind, it ain't gonna be mind blowing, but but hear me out. Um, he said, Devin, there's good choices and there's bad choices, and that's it. And if you don't know if it's good or bad, then it's bad. So <laughs> he said, you have the choice to do the good choice and bad choice. He said, now based on the choice that you pick, based on the choice that you pick, there will be consequences either way. Hmm. Now, if you pick the bad choice, you're gonna have bad consequences. You're not gonna like it. If you pick the good choice, you're going to have good consequences. You will like it, period. That's it. And when he told me that, uh, because I didn't, um, when he told me that, it, it, it's, it's here. I still think that way to this day. When somebody, Devin, do you want to, I'm like, is it good or bad? <laughs> my, like, my subconscious mind is automatic. Is this good or bad? It's good. Cool. Yes, I'm in. Like, <laughs> like that's how my mind thinks. And something as small as that to teach um, somebody that's eight years old, nine years old, 10 years old, that doesn't have that, that father figure or that, you know, that, that mentor in their life, something as simple as that will change that, that, that child's life and will make them the person that they're really called to be. Mm. You know, it makes me think of, um, I mean, and again, this is just all perspective, but it makes me think of, so I was a, a high school teacher 10 years ago. And I remember before that I was a camp counselor, I was a, I was a summer camp counselor. And at summer camp, we sometimes had like really challenging, um, just really awful kids, <laughs> just misbehave big time. But I remember I had an awesome mentor who was like, anytime you see a kid who is, who seems malicious, rotten, whatever word you would use, there's always a reason they're acting that way. And it's, it's very rarely because they really are a bad kid. It's because they don't have that mentor you're talking about who's given them the right perspective. Uh, and then going back to being a teacher, we had a really big gang problem in, uh, I was in Houston. And I remember we had the guy from, he was from the city's gang task force. And literally the number one thing he said was the reason they're in a gang is not because they're bad kids. It's because they don't have that sense of belonging anywhere else. They don't have people who are giving them uh, direction in their life. Um, so I, I think, I think what you're talking about is so spot on. It's something that it's, it is so essential. And when we don't have it, it's like you said, you know, we, as a society, we pay for those consequences down the road. Mm-hmm. It, man, it's, 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 it's a powerful, it's a powerful situation. And you're right. This, these times, um, has, has really opened that, um, for, for, for me and my friends, just because we have a little more time and understanding that, but man, you hit it right on, you hit it right on the head, man. It's, uh, I'm kind of speechless. Cause it's just like, every time I think about it, it's just like, wow, like this, like, this is it. Like when I think about what I, what I want to do and all the dreams I have and this and that, like, this is literally the dream I've been visualizing my whole life. And it's so crazy that I'm working on it right now at 27 years old. And we're going to literally be in schools within the next year. And we already have so many connections that we're like, whenever it's ready, like, Hey, bring it into the school. And we're like, really? Like, they're like, yeah, I love it. I'm like, we haven't even put it together yet. Like, no, I love it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like we'll, we'll bring it to you. So, um, but yeah, man, it's, it's a powerful thing. And I'm very proud of, of, of what we're doing and my friends are doing, um, and giving back, man, because at the end of the day, if we do not, like I said earlier, if we don't protect our youth and educate our youth, we're going to pay for it later. So, wow. Wow. Powerful stuff, Devin. Tell me, how can the audience, how can they follow up with you if they want to reach out to you, if they want to learn more about the organization? 
what are some steps they can do to stay engaged? Yep. Very simple step. I'm a man of simplicity. Uh, you can simply follow us on our Facebook page, Freedom Finders 317. So you can go to facebook.com slash Freedom Finders 317, or you can simply just get on Facebook and look up the Freedom Finders and you'll see us there. So we go live every single day, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Um, and then Saturday and Sunday at 10 a.m. So on Saturdays, it's more of like a an interview podcast, more guests, more of a show versus the other days are kind of just us, you know, hanging out and, and we're, again, we're talking about our, our number one, what we're grateful for, our, our positive affirmations, and then what our actions are for the day. So again, Freedom Finders, um, Freedom Finders 317, or just simply look up Freedom Finders on Facebook and you will see it. Cool. Devin, thanks for joining today. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me. It was fun. So thank you. Yeah. Hey, for the listeners, I will put that Facebook link. It's facebook.com slash freedom finders. I don't know why it's so hard to say freedom finders, freedom finders 317. Uh, I will put that link down in the episode description below. And hey, if you're a first time listener, what the heck you waiting on? Click that subscribe button so you can keep getting good advice straight to wherever you are, whether you're listening in your car, in your home, at work, wherever you are, we're going to bring you some more good advice. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, which of course you did, Devin's awesome, be sure to leave us a five-star review. Hey, thanks for the support. We'll catch you later. See ya.